0: quicksand. Join me as I share how to avoid being sucked down into the abyss of overwhelm in spite of everything that might be going on in your business and life. I would like to start by sharing with you an essay by Glennon Doyle called Praying Attention. Life's biggest moments sometimes ask only that we be still and bear witness. One morning, I answered my phone and heard my sister say, Sissy, it's time. The baby is coming. Can you get here today? I suddenly felt afraid. What if something went wrong? My sister is my person, the one I can't live without, and her children are her life. I don't pray often, not in words at least, but that morning I did. I whispered, dear God, please let my sister be okay. Please let her baby be healthy, and also, if possible, can you please be sure she is a girl? As I packed, the phone rang again. This time, it was my mother. Honey, she said, grandma's not doing well. I think you need to come as soon as you can. I froze. My grandmother, Alice, was so fiery that when my grandfather first approached her at a bar and asked, excuse me, are you a nurse? She looked down at her crisp white uniform, then up at him and answered, No, Sherlock, I'm a firefighter. (laughs) It was love at first fight. They had seven children and 15 grandchildren and had been married for 42 years when he died. She was so full of faith that for the decade and a half, I was lost to addiction. She said a rosary for me every single night. She told me she didn't miss one. My only explanation for how I got better is that my grandma prayed my troubles gone. My sister was having a baby. My grandmother was dying. These were quite literally life and death situations, which I've never been very good with. I felt myself slipping into quicksand mode, which is what tends to happen when I look around at the people I love and contemplate the inevitable. I panic, oh my God, we are all going to die. But this time, as I stood paralyzed over my suitcase, I made a decision. I wouldn't let fear swallow me whole. I wouldn't let myself free fall. If I could talk myself into freaking out, then surely I could talk my way out of it. I breathed. I coached myself. This is life. You don't have to handle it. Life and death aren't meant to be managed. They are to be witnessed. You will be brave, Glennon. You will show up for your people and be their witness. Immediately, I felt calmer. I made a plan and set it in motion. First, I flew to Ohio to say goodbye to my grandma. My mom and her sisters had been living there for months, nursing their mother around the clock, bathing her, sleeping beside her, just as she'd done for them when they were small. When I arrived, I walked into her room and saw her, fiery, faithful Alice Flattery, lying there, so weak, so small. I stood by her bed and clasped her hands. Mine were sweaty and cold, but hers were soft and powdery. My mother stayed back behind us. I tried to imagine what she was feeling, watching her mama and her daughter, and I felt the quicksand pulling me under. Stay present, I prodded myself. Be here. Glennon, be strong enough to witness this for them and for you. I sat there in the quiet and continued holding her hands, keeping her close. Eventually, I simply said, goodbye, Grandma. We pretended with our smiles that we meant goodbye for now. I looked at my mother. I'd expected her to be stoic for me, but her face was crumpled in agony. I took her in, I took her in my arms. I did not tell her it was okay, I knew it wasn't. As devastating as it was for me to let my grandmother go, I knew it was finally time for me to be stoic, to be there for my mother, just as she'd always been there for me. Mama, I soothed, I am here. In a while, we drove back to the airport and I boarded a plane for Virginia to greet a baby. Several hours later, there I was at the hospital where my beautiful sister held her first and only daughter up to me. She said, Sister, meet Alice Flattery. She put my niece in my arms. I stroked her little hand, soft and powdery. And I said, Hello, baby Alice. Hello, angel. As I held her, I let the quicksand take me. I was too tired to fight it. I let it take me under, and I cried and cried until I couldn't shed another tear. And then I stopped, which is when I realized there is no quicksand. I was still standing, because love is solid ground. Saying goodbye to my grandmother was brutal, as if the pain might kill me, but it hadn't. And now, here I was, welcoming another Alice. I felt like I was getting the inside scoop from life itself. And it was saying, yes, Glennon, it's as hard as you fear. That won't change. You will lose people. It will hurt badly. And yet we go on. Tomorrow will be beautiful again, more beautiful than you can imagine. The secret of life is not about knowing what to say or what to do. It's not about doing love or loss right. Life cannot be handled. The secret is simply to show up. It's about witnessing it all, even the pain, and letting it touch you and make you not harder, but more tender showing up, feeling it all. This is my new kind of prayer. I call it praying attention, and it's how, for me, everything turns holy. Deep breath in and let it out. So I wanted to share that with you because I feel that is what we are here to do over these next few days together and beyond. We are here to pray attention. And we are here to stop trying to pretend that there's a right way to stop trying to pretend that it all needs to be handled and to stop pretending that you can't handle it, but instead to lean in, instead to pray attention, instead, as I shared earlier and Glennon. Reiterated to feel it and to realize there is no quicksand. Your highly sensitive nature, your HSE shadows can fool you into believing that there is quicksand and that you will be sucked down and under into the abyss of overwhelm and not being able to handle it. When really, 90 seconds to 90 minutes. And then, look at that. Still standing, no quicksand. Deep breath in. And let it out. So two of the ways that we'll be looking at how we manage the limiting belief of quicksand is what I have come to call grace and grit. So I will be going into more of this throughout these days. But to start, let's look at the definitions of grace and grit. So, what is grace? Well, according to Christian Moore, who is a researcher, social worker, author, speaker, and expert on resilience, he defines grace as unmerited divine assistance and an act of kindness. Courtesy or decency? Interesting. Unmerited divine assistance or simply an act of kindness? Grace. Grit. What is grit? According to researcher Angela Duckworth, who is known as one of the founding researchers on grit? Grit is a willingness to stay with a pursuit until it is accomplished. The willingness to stay with a pursuit until it is accomplished. Now, what I really appreciate, especially about that definition of grit, is first of all, that I know as highly sensitives, we can hear a word like grit, and our system goes, what? What is going to be asked of me? Where do I need to hide? What do I need to push through? But simply it being a willingness to stay with a pursuit until it is accomplished, So Angela Duckworth comes from the field of positive psychology. And when I heard her colleague at Carolyn Adam Miller speak, which was actually on a panel about millennials, which I find super fascinating, what she really spoke about was that grit is not a skill, but a willingness. So again, the emphasis on willingness and that again, grit is a willingness to stay with a pursuit that you have a passion for. So another way that you can think about that is the willingness to stay with a pursuit that is connected to your life purpose philosophy. And what both Angela and Carolyn share is that grit is not about potential, but about what you do with it. So it's not about whether you have potential or not, but simply how you choose to use it. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Course in Business Miracles. If you're ready to learn how to use your highly sensitive abilities to support you in being purposeful, profitable, and empowered rather than scattered, poor, and undervalued, take my free self-quiz to find out if you are indeed a highly sensitive entrepreneur. And if you are, along with your quiz results, you'll receive my free HSE success guide, which will teach you how to have your highly sensitive abilities working for you to create the results you desire in your business. Take the quiz and receive your free success guide now at www.hsequiz.com.